Hi guys, thanks for joining us today on the Do It With Dan podcast. We are doing our weekly Q&A session today. I'm Dan's co-host, M, and I will be asking Daniel questions that I've randomly selected from Cora. He doesn't know what they are ahead of time, so we're putting him on the spot. We're super excited to get started and super excited for you to join us today. It's finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan. Entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Emily, Emily, are you ready for the lucky Q&A with me? Woohoo! Yes, she did it. I want to apologize for being a tardy with the time uh, we just did a really really cool call on the paradigm gratitude right. and whenever because i am um, i was talking a bit more than i thought i was going to talk and we had some questions which is really cool great interaction uh go and catch the replay it's somewhere there if you do watch a replay there's a special gift you should probably check it out oh, so, fancy fancy you so fancy. <laughs> I was telling, I was telling my, my Kundalini teacher, oh, she couldn't, I couldn't play it because you sent it to me on WhatsApp, but she's not on WhatsApp. So I tried to send it and she couldn't hear it. But I wish she laughs now when I say, oh, you're so when it, when it, The one I sent you that said, you're so fancy. <laughs> oh, um, Are you know, ready for some questions? I was born ready, darling. I'm I know you because you're like a busy bee right now. Everyone. Weep with me. Em can only do the Q&A podcast every two weeks right now because she's so busy. So weep with me. Weep with me. <laughs> Bring them on. Bring them on. Ready All right. Them. Hey, so there were some really good ones this time. Yeah? Yeah. Some, some head scratchers. As soon as I got up to date and I made sure, I think I've only got like three more to update. As soon as I did that. Boom. Yeah. Back yeah. on it. Definitely. Yeah, we got some good ones. Some no. good ones. All right. Number one, why do so many people fail to achieve their goals outside of work, yet manage to be perfectly adequate employees for decades? Because we are well-trained machines. Hey, Kai. We are well-trained machines when it comes to being in the workplace, but not in other areas of our life. Literally, it's amazing that we're doing. I've literally been talking about this stuff for an hour, so like, I'm live. I'm like live. <laughs> you're on it. Yeah, you're best. You're yeah. on it. But <laughs> so this thing, what shows up for us is the result of what we accept as being able to show for us. That, in alignment with our energy being up, creative energy, which isn't necessarily always good energy because fear is a creative energy as well. It's just having a high amount of energy and a clear intention. So they could have a clear intention about being successful with things outside of work. Let's say, for example, it's a relationship issue. And they're like, I want a good relationship. I'm like, the dogs, I'm like really good at work. I can't swear on this because. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Um, like at work, they're like the dude or like mm -hmm. the chick. They are about the life. They're on being, it. They're on it, you know, they're winning. But then when it comes to relationships, Reason being that internally there must be a, a disconnect with their belief that they can have successful relationship versus having 20, 30, 40 years of success at work 
which creates an imprint that they can be good at work. Does that make sense? So the simple reason is, is that the alignment is there with work and it's not there with things outside of work. And if they break it down, they'll probably find that they can start translating over some of the things from the work into other areas of their life. But it does require doing the work. If they're still doing things the same way outside of work, they're not going to change. And this is one of the many things that we uh, we coach people on, as you well know, you with women that are in dysfunctional lives, disempowering lives, and bringing them into empowerment, yep. which is amazing. And you're teaching from your own experience and giving people the opportunity to tap into your experience. And yes. <gasps> yes. <laughs> and obviously, with building attention, we do that with breaking the breaking mm-hmm. the habits, basically of disempowering choice making by releasing from the energetic stuck states which create those perpetuated choices but the bottom line is the alignment's there with work and it's not there with other things but it can be fixed yes absolutely it can be fixed (laughs) it very much can yes very much can it's all about blind spots right we all have them and that's why i have i mean i'm like obsessed with coaching like i've always I, i do a lot of coaching because coaches bring the best out of you and they can see those blind mm-hmm. spots. Yes, yes. Important people out there that are saying, I've tried coaching, it doesn't work for me. You have to be on the field playing, otherwise the coach is no use to you. No. I say no, I've turned down people working with me yeah. and just like sent someone some money back. Right, that. right, yeah. Ready to play. You're not right. on the field playing as a coach, I'm no use yeah. to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and until you're ready to, to really change your life, you can have all the coaches in the world and they're not going to help about doing something different. Oh, I forgot to tell you too, since we're doing it at six in the evening, it's been a long oh. day. Oh, dude, do you know what, next time, hello, gorgeous. Hello to you too, gorgeous. <laughs> next time, we'll tea up and I'll have my wine. Ready. Okay, yeah. I need to introduce you to my friend, Lauren. She does her podcast, Words and Wine, and she literally sits there I would... and drinks Really? Amazing. I'm gonna to speak to her about getting you on her podcast as well. She's amazing. And awesome. Yeah. yeah, cool. Shout out my Yo. Yo, what up? <laughs> what up? What's the next question? Okay, so number two. Number two. Uh, this one, I, I love this one. Yeah. All right, so uh, what strategies, tactics, or methods have you used to delay gratification in your life? Ooh. I know, delay, right? Delay gratification is such a big thing. Because a lot of the times, the reason why we don't get what we want to get is because we're not prepared for that delayed gratification. So, for example, um, if you're starting a business, then you may have to spend some time living a life that you don't really want to live in order to put the work in to get where you want to be. Um, In terms of uh, a relationship, are you prepared to go through those rocky times in order to get through the storm, right? And the bottom line is this, you are only going to get to the other side of fear, to the other side of the storm, to the other side of the hours that you're going to have to put in work, if there is sufficient leverage on yourself in favor of the outcome versus punking out now. What does that look like in, in real terms? You want to start a business, right? You're in a business, you're, you're putting the, the hours in, but then you're like, 
your friends are kind of going out on a Friday night or they're going out on a Saturday night or your friends are going on a holiday and they're living the good life and it's like that's money that you need to put in your business or into your project. If you have sufficient leverage on yourself in terms of you having a strong enough energetic connection to actually achieving the goal of having the outcome, you will be able to make choices in alignment with foregoing that holiday, foregoing that shopping trip, foregoing all of those nights out in favor of later having all of that and more because you've got to that end goal that you're seeking. Mm -hmm. If you do not have sufficient leverage over yourself, i.e. you do not have a strong enough energetic connection to that outcome, then guess what is going to happen? You're going to go on holiday and spunk that money that you should be putting into your business. You're going to be out partying and then hang over the next day and not able to function optimally in order to do what you need to do in your business, right? You're going to go on that shopping trip and be spending money that should be going into your business because you need it now instead of having the leverage on yourself to attach to, attach to the, the final outcome, which is, okay, for a year I can't go on holiday because I'm making the choice to put that time, energy, and money into my business. But in a year's time, my life will be on holiday. Does that make sense? Key thing here is having a big enough why. If your why is big enough, you will have sufficient leverage over yourself to wait. And the other thing is as well, if you have a clear enough vision and connect with it energetically, then you will start to have a subconscious pull and start making subconscious choices and not have to keep making the conscious choice because deep down inside, you want it enough that the autopilot is all systems firing, all cylinders firing in the direction of your dream, enabling you to have that deferred gratification. And, and don't you find that when you are in alignment with that and you're doing, you know, that, that fine line between intention and surrender, so when you're taking the steps necessary towards that thing that you're passionate about, that vision, things fall into place so much more easily than when you're doing something that's not, that's not energetically connected to you. If you're not energetically connected to, to it, then you can't actually have, you can't create right. outcomes. Right, right, yeah. You can only create in alignment with you. Yep. In the, the inner world becomes the outer world. So if your inner alignment is, I care more about partying, then you know that's what's gonna show up, that's what you're gonna do. If your inner world is, things are hard and things don't show up for me, then that's what's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. If your inner this is what I'm doing. It is going to yeah. happen. Yep. Clear vision. Then things will fall into place yeah. because that's what you're asking for. That's what you're putting mm -hmm. out. That's what you're um, what you're creating with your observation. Absolutely, I have seen that in my own life many times. Boom. Boom. All right. So this is a similar question we get a lot, but I always love your explanations. So let's <laughs> do it again. What are some things you do to get motivated on Mondays? What are some things that I do to get motivated on a Monday? Um, first and foremost, I don't start my week on a Monday. I, start on I, know. I, I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. You've been I around me. You've been I, around me like, for days of my working life. I love you. <laughs> I don't do this. Like, I live it. Like, yeah, I know. I, actually, I live it. So first and foremost, Monday is just another day. If you're living your life waiting for another day, then you're living in the future. And if you're living in the future, you're living in a disempowered state because the future doesn't exist. The only thing that exists is the now. So what I actually do is moment to moment, I don't wait till Monday to get myself motivated. 
moment to moment, I keep a check on my thoughts to make sure that they're in alignment with the outcomes that I want to see. So when it comes to Monday morning, I've been doing the work already. I've already been up. Right. It's another moment, another now, in which I'm yeah. doing the same thing you was doing, which is staying in alignment. And doing that means that I have to be clear on what I want. I have a very clear macro intention for my life. And I live my life in alignment with that macro intention. Yeah. I have a very clear idea of what my life is going to look like in its final form. And because of that, my choices are always in alignment with that. Demotivated on a Monday morning just isn't part of my program because I don't allow it to happen. I don't allow it to happen because demotivation means that you're not in energetic alignment with what you want. If you're aligned with what you want, you're not going to slip into deep enough lulls of demotivation to need to motivate yourself. You may have blips because we're human and we have waves, uh -huh. but waves don't last any longer than 60 to 90 seconds. Mm -hmm. Anything outside of 60 to 90 seconds of you feeling demotivated is you being a punk about your vision. It's you not having a clear enough, it's you not having a big enough attachment, a big enough connection, a big enough alignment with that outcome to have your internal environment always on it, always wanting it. And for that, we always look at the dream, right? We look at your dream. Mm -hmm. In my model, I talk about the dream, which mm -hmm. is encoded in you. That is what you are here to do. That then often expresses itself as a purpose. So I don't teach people purpose. I get people in connection with their dream and then send them on their way to find a purpose that's in alignment with that dream. When you're working in alignment with that, it's like going with the flow of nature, mm -hmm. right? Going what you're here to do. And if you're going with what you're here to do, things are gonna show up in alignment with that. Um, you're gonna have a resonance with that, an energetic resonance with that at all times. Apart from those little blips that happen because we're human and sometimes we're, you know, we fall out of awareness and mm -hmm. with awareness or whatever. And that's cool. We don't beat ourselves up about right. it. Right, absolutely. It's a new moment to make new choices in alignment with the new way of being. So if you make the choice to not allow a state of unconsciousness to put you in that state again, mm -hmm. and keep consistently making that choice, the day will come where you no longer fall into that state of demotivation because you've consistently built the subconscious program to no longer make that selection for you. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Good. Mic drop on that one. No, that, I knew you were going to say that about one day. And it's so <laughs> funny because, I mean, so many of our friends and um, people that you talk to that are really following their passions and their dreams and living a conscious life, you will find that most of them don't do a Monday through Friday work week and a Saturday and Sunday weekend. It's, it's, it's pretty much like you just said, it's um, not letting themselves think of, of um, their version of reality like that. So it work for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, you've seen like, I'll be, I'll be at it. I'll still get up at 4am. Mm -hmm. I've seen it with my own two eyes. <laughs> because it's not like people, I mean, I had this, someone said to, to my lady person, to my girl about, oh, he's going to burn out if he keeps doing that. I'm not going to burn out. I'm on fire. fire. I love <laughs> apparently, you I'm, apparently, you rubbed off on me, Daniel. What I find is, is that when you're in alignment with you, mm -hmm. right? Dream. Dream is your core code. If you don't know what I'm talking about when I say talk about the dream, sign up to my newsletter mm -hmm. and you get a free copy of my book, The Dreamer's Manifesto, which explains what it's all about. Beautiful. You saw that. Thank you, my love. It is. If, it is. If you follow me on any social media, you'll see me hashtag D-W-Y-E-O, dream with your eyes open. And that is 
living in alignment with that thing that you were here to do, that calling that's within you. And if you're living in alignment with that, it won't be work. It's just you're here to do. You'll be so wrapped up living in joy because mm-hmm. I'm joyful, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Love it. That's why I don't get demotivated because I love it. <laughs> That's why life is on a different level for you then. You know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was just finishing up my most recent blog post on just that, Dan, just that mm-hmm. of, of knowingness of what you were here to do yep. and following it. Well, you know what you're going to do for me? I am going to make that the guest post on the newsletter this week. Yeah? I'm going to make it the guest post. I'll make it oh the guest God. post. I love it. Yeah. Oh, I haven't said that the whole call. You said you loved something else, and I was a bit jealous. Oh, did I? But- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you. All right. So, oh, here, here's a great um, transition into the next question. Ooh, Do great. I have to give up my dream? Okay, let's break this down. Do I, me, as the author and creator of my life, have to give up my dream, the thing that I want? So you as the author and creator of your life are asking, do you have to give up your dream? You don't have to do anything. You have the choice to make the disempowering choice to give up your dream if you fall into resonance with something a person, place, or thing outside of you that may be calling for you to give up on your dream. Or you can make the empowering choice to make the empowering choice to stick with your dream, no matter what any other person, place, or thing presents as a choice, opportunity, or obstacle to you living in alignment with that dream. So the answer to that is no. And it's no because you and you alone make the choice of what you're how it show up and how it has to express itself and, and, and be for you. So if you make that choice, then cool. That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Give up the dream. But ask yourself why you think that you have to give up your dream. Yeah. Do you have more love or concern for someone or something outside of yourself than your dream? Are you really invested in that dream? Is that dream really your dream? Or is it something that someone else has given you? Mm-hmm. Someone else has given you, you aren't in alignment with it to the effect that you no longer allow other people, places and things to dictate mm-hmm. what it should or whether you should have it. Absolutely. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay. So, Daniel, answer this question for all of our listeners. What is your most challenging goal? Wait, wait, wait. We had a bit of a blip. Oh. Say that again. I said, okay, Daniel, please answer this question for all of our listeners. What is it. your most challenging goal? My most challenging goal. Mm. I know. See, they, they're really throwing them at us. That's a good one. My most challenging. I think all of my goals are challenging. I don't allow goals not to be challenging. What right, most right. Challenging? Yeah, it's not a goal if it's not challenging, right? Mm-hmm. My most challenging goal. Hmm. I can give an example of no, that's not really that challenging because I've got a roadmap for it now and it's actually unfolding. So it's not really that challenging because it's actually showing up for me. No funny. I'll give you one that I, I'm, I'm, I'm like working with it and it's actually showing okay. up for me today. And that's my black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. 
Oh, okay. Show off. You're such a show off. You're so fancy. I'm still a white belt. I'm a white belt. <laughs> and that's challenging. And it's challenging because I've actually, um, I fell out of alignment with my fitness. Mm -hmm. um, so I put on, I put on a bit of a belly. It's gone now, but I did. I had put on a bit of a belly and I wasn't training. I had the excuse of having like a shoulder injury. Mm -hmm. Then, um, then I was traveling a lot, so I wasn't really doing my to I moved out of London. So, when I moved from London about three years ago, yeah, three years ago, I moved out of London. Is it? I don't remember. I moved out of London and I moved to this quaint town where me and the lady person moved in together. We moved to this really quaint town, however, there wasn't a jiu jitsu club as close to me as mm -hmm. when I was, in, I was in London. I had a private, I had a private coach. I was seeing like three times a week or two times a week, and I was going to classes. Wow. I was probably about six hours a week of jujitsu. Wow! At rate, I mean, the average so martial arts, the average time to get a black belt was like three to five years in most wow. martial arts. In Brazilian jujitsu, the average is like ten to fifteen years. Wow! You get it? Like there's yeah. there's more people in more the popular sports. So the, the numbers are different, mm -hmm. but. I just, I wasn't on it. I've not been, I've not trained. Yeah. I've had the odd class, but I've not trained uh -huh. for about eight months. Uh -huh. But I've made the commitment actually. So today I was actually thinking, cause I, I put it on my to-do list to um, to join the gym. Because uh -huh. I'm in a new country, new city. So let me find a gym, whatever. Always, just, you're always in a new country, new city. <laughs> I'm here for a while. I'm here for like oh, okay. two months or something. Awesome. So I thought, you know, settle and I was like it just didn't feel I didn't feel in alignment with it yeah. so I checked in and I was like okay why do we want to go to the gym right and I said okay because I've put on my mind movie that I'm my, my perfect size my perfect shape my perfect weight all right so am I and I said to myself am I then saying that I will only be the perfect size perfect shape and perfect weight if I go to the gym and I was saying that's what I was saying mm -hmm. so what I was saying was unless I go to the gym it's not going to happen right and so I put a limit in. So I took a step back from it. I said, okay, I need to align that. I need to make it that I'm going to the gym because it's something that I want to do. Yeah. And regardless of whether I go to the gym or not, place things will align yeah. for me in right. shape, right. size, shape. It will line up because yeah. I've set the intention. Not being lazy, yeah. I'm setting the intention because that's a fine line that people mm -hmm. mess up. Mm -hmm. right? And then I remembered that so I'm doing a brain coaching um, course right now. Mm -hmm. Freaking stoked. It's amazing. Lisa Marini, um, lmarinibraincoaching.com. Check it out. Really dope course awesome. I'm doing. And um, we're talking about, we set the intention for the course, and I wanted my life to be fun and play. Uh -huh. So that's in yeah, Life is fun, life yeah. is play. And going to the gym didn't feel like fun and play. Right, right. I'm like, okay, yeah. I need to. I need to get back into play with it. So I said, I'm going to make a micro shift because I do enjoy going to the gym, right. but I've got to get with it at the moment. Yes. So the micro shift is I'm going to go when I feel like it at first, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to once a week, then twice a week, then three times a week, and mm -hmm. get back up, build back right. that relationship with the gym and connect with the feeling of my going, enjoying going mm -hmm. to the gym. But when I was on the, out and about today, guess what I drove past? A Brazilian. Of course. Which I was like, Fuck yeah, I'm going to go yeah. do some jiu-jitsu. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do some jiu yeah. And I would Day. yeah so i love it it's for me getting back into fitness but the black belt is something that's like a high challenge mm -hmm. it's not easy very mm -hmm. few people do it. right i 
I don't know anyone that's progressed all of the way. Wow. I know people certain part and stuff. It's not easy to get yeah. to. So it's going to be a challenge for me. So that's probably there's other stuff. That's huge. That's a big challenge, dude. I, but the other stuff, I kind of even got a pattern for it. Like if you gave me a business and said, "Make this business successful," I know I can do that. It's not a big challenge right. for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, my mission, like day after day, new things just unfold and alignment. I've got no. It doesn't. It feels flow. Mm-hmm. It's not a challenge. But yeah, this one for me right now is a bit mm-hmm. of a challenge. That's a big challenge you're taking on. But that's amazing. And look at exactly what we were just talking about. What happened? You, so many people limit themselves. Okay, if I only go, only if I go to the gym, and then they set themselves up for failure, and then go, oh, see, doesn't work. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know? so, so I love that. To check in in really yeah. Hey, dude, get good enough so you can teach me. That's all I'm saying. Dude, I won't be able to teach you for like five. In jiu-jitsu, there's four belts, white, blue, purple, brown, and then black. Uh-huh. On average, people spend three years, three to four years on every single one of those belts. Wow. And you're considered, basically, you're not even a proper anything. When you're a white belt, you're not really anything. Yeah. You're really allowed to really do stuff when you're a blue belt. Yeah. And that's the and people average take like four years sometimes to be. Wow. So when I'm being my future self, I can just say I'm a white belt in jiu-jitsu. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So um, how could I not settle in life when it comes to my dreams? I love this question. How can I not settle in life when it comes to my dreams? And let me, let me, I'll say something to that because I, I, I really felt this question when I was reading it. I thought this will be perfect for you. Because it reminded me of so many people, and, and I was there before years ago, that I, y- you let everything take over so much, you don't even realize that you can have a dream. So what would you say to that, to that one person, you know, that's, they have this dream, but they're so bombarded with life. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that's what that person's asking. I have this dream, but I'm, I'm a, in, in my normal day-to-day life, so how do I not sacrifice what I want and still continue to, you know? I'm getting warm here, which is my sign that truth's coming. Like I get warmth in my head right here. I love it. You know what's freaky? So I was doing this live coaching just uh-huh. now uh-huh. about gratitude, and I was talking about some of the challenges that people have had, and I had planned to go through some of the main challenges, but we had questions, and I had other stuff come up, and I didn't do it. Uh-huh. The top one on the page is, it is all really crap in my life right now. Mm. How do I see it as something better when it is all really crap? So okay. let's pull something from that mm-hmm. and drop it here. Mm-hmm. I love it. It also flows onto another one of the things I wanted to talk about earlier, which I will do a Facebook Live on at some point, which is I'm just being realistic about life. I'm not being negative. When is it just pretending that things are okay as opposed to just being realistic about the way things are? So we're going to pull a little from that as well. We're going to, I'm going to deal with those in there. I'm going to deal with those two things like um, individually mm-hmm. in their forms mm-hmm. as Facebook lives. But I want to bring that yeah. into a around. Every moment is a new opportunity to set a new course of direction for your life. Every single moment. 
oftentimes people wish that oh, I wish I had a reset button and mm-hmm. wash away the past. I know. Guess what? Life gave you one, and it's called the now, the present moment. In this new present moment, you no longer have to be a slave of the past, and you no longer have to be trapped in an imagined future that you don't actually want. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that we really, really work on with doing intention with our coaching clients. It's really getting them to a state of being where they actually acknowledge and connect with the reality of the fact that this new moment mm-hmm. is the new moment in which they have all of the power, all of the potential, all of the opportunity to map out a completely new life for themselves. Mm-hmm. So with this person, I say to them this, it doesn't matter what's happened up to now. Here in this moment, right here, right now, when you... As the author and creator of your life, have the opportunity to do something different. What are you going to do with it? Mm-hmm. And what have you been doing are you going so to make far? A and has it worked? With this dream that you want to mm-hmm. Or are you going to say to yourself, uh, "I've always done it this way, so that's how I'm going to do it"? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to say to yourself? My mum says it. My mum's always said this, so this is what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Or say to yourself, my boss is this, or my kid is that, and that's that, and this not giving your power away. Or are you going to take the power that's yours in this present moment, mm-hmm. right here, right now, to do things differently? So the question isn't irrelevant. The question is very relevant, but it's this. It may all look crap right now, and up till this present moment, it can have been crap. And beyond intention, we always invite our clients, our coaching, people coming to the events or whatever, to see things for what they are, even if that's freaking ugly. But to hold it in loving hands and say, that's what you have been, but right here, right now, as an author and creator of my life, I'm going to do things differently. I'm going to make new choices in alignment mm-hmm. with the outcome I want mm-hmm. and not in alignment with you, which mm-hmm. I have so far. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's where I'm at with that. Absolutely. And, you know, especially coming from my perspective and, and working with women, a lot of those times in those decisions making, it simply comes down to their letting fear and beliefs. So everyone, the T-shirt. Love over fear. <laughs> That's right. That's what we practice over here. And as, as, as we both know, it's not easy. But when it becomes necessary, when you have no other option, you will do it. That's why they say necessity sometimes is the, um, the, the mother of change. So I love that. Yeah. I don't remember the exact word. It was like the mother of change. Because what happens, remember we spoke about leverage earlier? Necessity. Mm-hmm. Leverage. Yes. Whoa, necessity. Boop, leverage. Yeah. Now you make it. Yeah. yeah. See it for what it is, but see it for what it is now and acknowledge that it doesn't have to be that. If you make new choices right yeah. here, right now, because in the present moment, you can make it different. I think Tony Robbins, it's a, he has a saying like that, something like that. I, I can hear his voice in my head right now. Something about m- making that choice becomes necessary every day as opposed to just... Yeah. He's all, he's all yeah. about. Yeah. All about 
Okay, so, oh, I loved this question too. What in life has ceased to amaze you? <laughs> As he, he pulls off his English glasses and has a ponder. <laughs> what in life has ceased to amaze me? Has ceased to amaze you. Okay, can I tell you my answer? Why don't you answer? As, as soon as I saw that, I, the first thing that popped in my head, because I tell my kids this all the time, the unknown yeah. will never let you down. The unknown has never ceased to amaze me. I promise you all mm. who listen to this, every single time I've jumped into the unknown, not only did what I asked for fall into my lap, lap it was even more amazing and brilliant that I could have imagined. So the unknown never, has never ceased to amaze me. I'm gonna leave that as a mic drop, that's you. Ah, oh, I got a mic drop. <laughs> All right, so so last question, Daniel, and mm -hmm. I, I, I know you're, I know how you're gonna answer this because I love you and you, but you say it real and you say it tough. So why is my life so mean to me? I know. I was excited for you for this one. All right. <laughs> Give it to him. You know, I'm going to step this up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> one of my coaching clients, uh -huh. uh, we were, uh, I, I told her, I'm, I'm stepping up. I'm stepping up now with you. I've Good. been letting you the simple up till now but i'm not entertaining it anymore because i've been getting progressively more firm with you <laughs> and now i say do i say no life isn't yeah, but i love you sorry yeah that's not the reality of it yeah. and i would be doing you a disservice by enabling you to sit in that sob story boom life being mean to you life gives us what we've asked for and I'm not saying that that's pleasant, and I'm not saying that it's easy to start asking for something different. But until you make the firm decision that you are no longer going to surrender yourself to the pity party of life being mean to me, mm -hmm. you will not get out of that cycle of life being mean to you. Mm -hmm. The second that you step out of that cycle consciously, even with the smallest step, and this yeah. is why we micro shifts, you will start unpacking that illusion of life being mean to you. Something that came to me in my meditation this week, I don't know if I blogged about it or if I spoke to a client about it, but it was this, the second that we stop telling our stories around things, they don't really end up being as bad in reality as we see them in our mind. So in this instance, I would challenge, if this was a client of mine, I mm -hmm. would challenge. First of all, if this was a client of mine, they would not be thinking about like this for very long. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that's not the beyond intention way. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. First thing we do is we 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 challenge this thought. Okay, why is my life always so mean to me? That assumes that life is mean to you. Okay, what does it mean to be mean? Mm -hmm. Number one, we break down what mean what it means to be mean. Mm -hmm. Then what we do is we attack this story about this thing happening to you as opposed to happening from you because Science is telling us that 
what we are calling is what we are getting. Mm -hmm. So if you want something different, call something different. Why is your life so mean to you? It's not you are being mean to you. Mm -hmm. But that's not an excuse for you to find something else to cry about. Oh, my God, I'm mean to me. It's not life, it's me. Oh, I hate myself and myself hates me. Ah." No, it's an opportunity for you to step into your power. It's what we do with step one of the Beyond Intention paradigm. We accept. I drove me here. Me. I'm responsible for what's shown up in my life. But guess what? Because I'm responsible for what's shown up thus far, I'm also responsible for what will show up far thus. Mm-hmm. I, I just made it up. And as a result, <laughs> create a new future in alignment with what we want. Someone that's this deep and down in it, like we work with people with depression all the time. I came from suicidal depression. My story, Beyond Intention, was born from me sitting in a cell wanting to kill myself and not able to do it because I didn't have the means to do it. So I know how low you can go. Like, I know the darkness. I'm not speaking to someone that hasn't been there. So I'm not, you know, crapping on someone's thing about being mean. I'm talking from experience of having walked this walk, use these tools to get there. So when I say to you, the second that you accept responsibility for your life and start making choices in the direction of where you want to be, in alignment with that power that's yours, from the present moment, things will change. So it doesn't matter if your life has been mean to you thus far. Right now, you have the opportunity to make new choices so that it's no longer mean to you because you are creating a life, mini step, mini brick, mini plank, mini nail, mini Lego brick at a time. Like I'm not talking about waking up tomorrow and being free of this right. depressed state. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about making a small shift every day in the aligned and power direction of you not seeing your life in this mm-hmm. limited story. way. Yeah, breaking free of the story. Right. Break through the story, one line of that narrative at a time. Breaking free from one character in the story at a time. Breaking through one act of the story at a time, step by step, consistently, mm-hmm. then you'll break free. I, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll share a quick story of a friend of mine. We had coffee um, yesterday morning, and it's, it's just so perfect, of course, for this question. But um, she, I had had coffee with her about a month ago, and she's she's a very um, conscious and aware and and goes to retreats and is constantly working, you know, on her inner self and, you know, following this path of spirituality. And she believes wholeheartedly that, that we, we manifest exactly what we want and ask for. And, you know, she's very purposeful. And, and so she had, um, a couple months ago, she got really sick and she lost, she already from former things years ago, she had already lost a lot of, um, her hearing in one year. And then um, back in June, I think it was, she lost her um, sense of smell and taste. So about- Wait, 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 Em. Yes. Started to fizz. So you said she started to lose her hearing back in June? She lost her, uh, some of her hearing years ago. And then back okay. in June, she got very ill and she lost her sense of smell and taste. Okay. She went into a very deep depression um, and, she, and she is somebody that is very conscious and aware, right? Mm-hmm. So she knows she creates her reality. She, she mm-hmm. spiraled downhill. And so mm-hmm. when, I, when I had coffee with her a month ago, she's telling me this, but she's beaming. I mean, she is like glowing and she goes, 
I finally just decided to stop telling my story. And I, and we talked about it again yesterday. Mm -hmm. She said, I finally just, I said, what was it? What do you think that really, you know, brought you out of that? She said, I just decided to stop telling that story that she was nothing, you know, in life is going to have purpose anymore. Cause why she can't, she can't taste, she can't smell. So she she tells tell she's sharing this with me. I just finally decided to stop telling that story. And from that time in the last month and a half, you would not believe the things that have come to her that she's been asking for for six years that, you know, it was just that that I'm not going to tell this story anymore. And I'm going to be very clear on what I want. And I'm not going to limit myself to certain things that I had been doing before. And it was just you know, we always have great conversations and she's, you know, she inspires me too. And that's why, I, you know, I love meeting with her because we create and share and, but it was just that it was, you know, when I asked her that, what did you do? I just decided to stop telling that story. Because mm, when we tell the story, this is the thing, right? When we tell the story of something, effectively we teleport into that vibrational frequency. Mm -hmm. And, and her, her smell and taste have come back. Of course they come back. Drop. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Of course they come back. Right. Because she was living in an energetic frequency in alignment with them not being there. Yep. And so she'd set her autopilot to yeah. create yep. no sense of smell, no sense of hearing. Yep. When she's telling the story, she's perpetuating that vibrational frequency. Absolutely. Trapped in that loop, in that story, yeah. in that state. The second that she said... We're no longer doing that. Mm -hmm. She's no longer in that vibrational frequency anymore. Yeah. And you can only have what's in your vibrational frequency. The second that you step out of that vibrational frequency, it can't show up for you anymore. Yep. In the vibrational frequency of abundance, you cannot have poverty because right. it's incoherence. You cannot be two conflicting things at the same time and the lower vibration win. Coherence always wins. You oh. cannot love someone and hate them at the same time. Mm -hmm. You cannot bless something and curse it at the same time, mm -hmm. right? Love it. Grateful for something and complain at the same time, which is one of the reasons why we don't do complaining. Mm -hmm. So the second that she stepped into that new vibrational frequency, the frequency of, this isn't my story. Yeah. I write my story and I don't like that story, so I'm not going to do it anymore. Guess what? Boom. Boom. Life change. Yeah. Life yeah. change. And that's such a the crazy thing is, and people will underestimate the power of making that shift. Mm -hmm. They'll do it in service, but to really embody that shift, yes. yes, change happens just like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was so cute. She was telling me she's eating, she went to a retreat in California a couple of weeks ago, and she's eating a, a salmon dinner, and she goes, and I, she goes, I swear it was like um, ecstasy for an hour of eating it. It just, she goes, my whole body, and I didn't say a word, and I'm just enjoying the salmon. And I'm like, I love it. I love it. Yeah. So that's wow. all I have for you. Okay. Well, I guess we're going to see you in two weeks. And we're going to do, by the way, guys, we're doing it like this. Yeah. This. Yeah. Like this. <laughs> like this and then we'll post it on friday to the podcast for those of you that want to have the audio replay but we're going to leave the video up um if you have some questions for us send them q and a at do it with dan podcast.com it doesn't come to me it goes direct to m and we'll do it. 
I don't know. I may still, I may find something else to post in the interim Fridays. I may just do like a cool video or do another Just Us episode. Just okay. Sure. Stuff. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with some of that magic. Yeah. Um, tune in on Sunday. I've got a really cool interview going up um, with Anita Morrow, who is the founder of One Million Meditators and something really dear to my heart, like super dear. The next flash mob meditation is the 29th of September. One million meditators, number one million meditators.com. Check it out. It's amazing. Um, I do free strategy calls in relation to just some of this coaching. It's not an upsell, it's not a sales call. It's me literally just working with you and seeing what we can do to bring some change to your life. If you can afford to work with me and you want to work with me after that, then call. We'll work out something for you. If it's outside of your limits right now financially, we have a host of really cool tools. There's online programs which are accessible. We do free stuff all the time like there is no excuse for you not living the life that you deserve like check in on the page like it love it share it podcast we do this q a like we have an archive we've got like how many what we are on week 14. we've got like three months yes like 14 episodes 14 probably about 10 hours 10 11 hours yeah. of me chopping it up like this yeah you can have the life that you deserve seriously it's yours do it with Dan.tv launches soon. Nobody will have an excuse to live a life that they don't want. You can subscribe to that for as little as $37 a month. $37 a month. You can have ongoing coaching across your life, cool stuff to change your life and have the one that you deserve. There is no excuse. No excuse. No excuse. None. You need to holler at M. He's doing magical stuff. Yeah. Sign up for the newsletter. I'll give you my book for free, The Dreamer's Manifesto. It's amazing. M is... You've seen how cool she is, guys. <laughs> like, follow her. I'm going to put the, the link is always there. Like, yes. Look out the page. Yes. Read her blog. See her story. Everything she's overcome. Be inspired. Yes. You can do it too. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, my love to the Scott star. Wow. Love you. Love you too. And um, I guess we'll do this again in a couple of weeks. We will. We will. And we will see you soon. I mean, what, it's only like a month away. We'll be with you again, so. I'm coming in the RV. I've told you already. Yeah, I know, right, right. We're going to do a live from the RV. Boom. Oh my God. Supernatural tour. Check it out. Cool yeah. stuff. Is yep. Yep. Lots of stuff. <laughs> Guys, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. There's more stuff happening. Stepping up the volume of what's happening here. Yeah. Every day you're going to have some of this positivity. You have no excuse. No excuse. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.dreamwithdan.com for updates for more exclusive content.